All right, here we go. <laughs> here think, we go. I think Bob has to do it again. That was kind of weak. Give us a good yeah. one. Give us a, give us a good slap. There you go. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is After Hours with Donnie Grubb Band. This is episode 15. Yeah. I can't count that high. Yeah, one five. I can't tell if I'm if I'm reverse here, is so it, I'll just do that. Is it five in the front or in the back? It's uh, in the it's in the back. Oh, for that. it's not fifty one this time. Okay. Not quite there yet. So uh, that's what that is. This yeah. week we got a few uh, buddies here with us, other than uh, me and Donnie. We got Mo. Hello. Yeah. Which owner you all know. Mo owns the Hitching yep. Post. And then his brother Bob is here from Pakistan hanging out with you us. Get Bob, Johnson. It right. Bob, Bob Johnson. Bob Johnson. From Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. Sorry. That's right. Actually, you know what happened? And when he came in over here, I started introducing the people. My younger brother came from Pakistan. You know, was the first thing, was very hard to get his visa, right? Yeah. And then after that, about he applied again and asked me this, uh, if my cardiologist can send a letter over there, the possibility they could be. Give him a visa because I have a little bit of tickle problem in the back in July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. End up in the hospital. Yeah. Send the letter over there. Then he applied again and they said, oh, okay. So they asked him a couple of questions why you're going. He told him and they granted him the visa and then was happy. Showed up over here and I started introducing everybody. This is my younger brother. His name is Maboob. Maboob. Mm-hmm. Right. And then people said, what? Maboob. So how we dropped the Ma. Drop the mud, just call him boob. I said, <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, right. I, I bet <laughs> Tina was excited about that. Oh, yeah. Well, the name to Bob. <laughs> and then he said, somebody said, how about we call him Bob? He says, yeah, okay. That's a and good then, idea. And then he came up with, how about Bob Johnson? There you go. <laughs> Bob Johnson from Czechoslovakia. He'll fit right in. <laughs> I was I was, uh, I was, was excited to call you no. Boob, but yeah. so, I was told that wasn't so a good way to go. Nobody knows my real name. <laughs> All you people say me, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> I say, I'm Bob Johnson. Bob Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Bob got here in October, right? He got over in October 14. And he stay until this Thursday. He stayed yeah. until this Thursday, I'll until November late. 14. Yeah, Number be f- 14, I'll be go back. And so this is your first time in the States. Yeah. Right? So what do you think? It's amazing. It's a love. You, you don't have to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be friend. Yeah. Well, you got to go and hang out with us at NASCAR, too. That was probably a pretty cool spectacle to see. That's a very cool place. Yeah, that's yeah. probably very different, huh? Yeah. Do, they have a, do they have anything cool like that back yeah. in uh, Czechoslovakia? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like what? What's the kind of stuff that you guys have that's similar to that? Like it's a it's a very different culture from what we have here. Very different all over the world. Yeah. You are oh very, yeah. You are very far from mm-hmm. the other world. Mm-hmm. It's a very different culture. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, you love me. You love me too much in thirty days. <laughs> I will miss you, all people. No, we're gonna so miss, you too. miss you too much. <laughs> so Mo's been taking you around. You saw the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Mo took you to pack or to a uh, tombstone. 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 Oh, Will that Box. was that was so fun. You know what I mean? I told I told him, okay, that's a tombstone back in eighteen hundred. Mm-hmm. That was a real life, real place. life, and then he would not believe it, and uh, showed the people who were dressed up. And the funny thing was, I've been in tombstone, but mm-hmm. I'd never been to that street. And when I saw it, I was quite amazed. Well, didn't the architect here design the hitching post after? Yep. A scene and in I, Tucson or I, in Tombstone? Tombstone? I showed him. I said, then he looked at it. I said, you know this, we have the above the bar, mm-hmm. 
that was a Longhorn restaurant above the bar. Exactly, we designed that. Yeah. And then this uh, this one was a bed and breakfast. I forgot the name. That's exactly designed that. Practically, you are standing in a four-way in the middle of the street. Yeah, at the intersection there. Intersection, and you take the pictures, and then exactly we designed this hitching post. This practically, you are standing in the middle of the we're street. We're, we're missing one thing in here. We're missing a, a big nose Kate's. You know what? That's what we need to do something about it. We do. We need to fix that. Maybe we can find the big nosed Kate that they have a hanging her picture up. Perfect. <laughs> like it. That would be. We cool. already so, got. We already got Elvis. So why not have big nose Kate? Big nose Kate. I, I guess we need to do that. So did you show him the movie before you took him to Tombstone? No, he don't know anything about it. Now we got movie. <laughs> yeah. You know this Tombstone movie. Oh, yeah. you got to see that. Yeah. You got to watch it. Yeah, he's gonna watch it, and then um, I found out. Got the CD, friend of mine, as he brought me CD, I gave it to him, mm-hmm. or and uh, disc, and then found out that doesn't work in Pakistan because yeah. there's a two different system. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. He yeah. already called his son. He's going to download it over there, then he's going to go watch it, and then he's going to explain to everybody this. that was a lifestyle. Yeah. And the funny thing was we went to... Grand Canyon, right? On the way back, we stop at Sedona, show yeah. him that he loved the Sedona, and then show him the press card. And I told him, that time, the Phoenix probably wasn't exist. Yeah, well, it, it did, but Prescott it, was the capital. I was going to say, Prescott, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. yeah, Prescott was the capital, and I said, they travel on horses and buggies from Prescott to all the way to Tombstone, mm-hmm. because that was the big mine over there. We were digging gold and all that stuff. This was, I mean, happening place in... 1800-something. 1800-something. 1800 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's quite history. And then he was showing me this. I, I don't even know that. He pulled up in Pakistan. There was some temples. Yeah. There was about you know, over 4,000 years old. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, my God. See, that, that's what I'm jealous about with, like, your part of the world is, like, yeah. we have, you know, old architecture here, but nothing compared to, like, no. the other side of the ocean. I India mean, is insane, too, and, and uh, Pakistan, like, you guys have yeah. so much history over there. It's oh. insane how far back it goes yeah. there. Oh, the back in 1400, you know, this, uh, what was his name, uh, who built the Taj Mahal? How was Mughal. Yeah, they call him King Mughal or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't he? God, he had a different. It wasn't king, was he? It was a Maharaja were, or something Maharaja like that. Yeah. Something. yeah, they were traveling through, and they built the mosque and built some other buildings over there. There was a literally about five miles away from from our hometown. Oh, really? Yeah, and then those buildings that they traveled through along the rivers, they're going fighting and all the war and all that stuff. And then they end up in India where he built this uh, Taj Mahal. Yeah. And then when I started reading about it and looking back history, that was amazing. I said, those times, the architect, the engineering, this was all lot smarter than now these days, people. Right, right. It's, it's amazing, like, how long some of that stuff lasts. You know, we have some friends from Germany, you know, them that, you know, they were, t- they were telling me that, you know, just down the street from their house, they have, like, the remnants of, like, Roman walls and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they're just they're a still, normal thing for them. They're still see. active, like, Roman, like, roads that are being used are, that were built by the Romans mm-hmm. and actually before the Romans. And, uh, gosh, what was it? What, what huge civilization was it that was out there that, uh, like, I know, like, Afghanistan had it. Uh, what is their name? The s- I don't know where you're going. Gosh, I can't remember. There's just, like... That whole area, like, it's insane, like, uh, the amount of history that's just out there. And it's not, I mean, it's not necessarily India and, uh, and uh, Pakistan, 
but like you know Afghanistan, like all those places, just yeah. like super duper old, like ridiculous, like that, like some of the first civilizations ever came out of those places. You know? Go Turkey, Istanbul, yeah, yeah Istanbul. Oh my God, well that was Constantinople. My, yeah, yeah, that was mind boggling. That was uh, East Rome, basically. Yeah. East yeah. Rome, yeah, yeah. And they have that stuff over there. I mean, I was traveling through one time, and I stayed in one night over there at the hotel, and then I checked out over there. They was telling me there was about over a million tourists over there in a year in Turkey, in Istanbul. Wow. Dang. And you look in, I was looking at the wall was sitting, standing over there, just the wall. And I mean, the brick was, wasn't bigger than my finger. Yeah. Pinky. About little bitty bricks, and I mean, they just. Wow. I don't know if they have so many manpower, or I don't know what, but what they use, what product they use, mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Well, yeah, how- they talk about like the, the the Romans had just ridiculous uh, like concrete. There's this concrete, this Roman concrete that we can't make it today, but it's so ridiculously good. Like all the everybody's trying to make it still. And the Home Depot still, doesn't have that. No, nah, it's not the same. Like there's like <laughs> there's like concrete under the ocean right. that is still just standing like perfect. Uh, oh yeah. You know, here's for example, you look at it. If you want to build a wall over here, there's mm-hmm. about a few thousand yards or a few thousand meters or whatever you want to call, mm-hmm. and you look at it, and they're always one feet, one foot, two foot, three foot. This is, this does not match. Mm-hmm. And look at the pyramids. Oh yeah. Not even a quarter inch. Yeah, you can't fit a piece of paper between yeah, a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. They can't figure it out how they move those big stones. They don't there's and there's no record, like especially because the Egyptians wrote down everything. Yep. And there's nothing talking about how the, 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 the pyramids oh, were made. Yeah. Interesting. It's just either it's a wind power or water power. That's the only thing only way they can move that stuff. Yeah. Otherwise this we can't figure it out how they did it. No. Im- it is impossible for us. Oh, there's there's some archaeologists uh, archaeologists archaeologists that are starting to think that a lot of that stuff was built from an even older uh, civilization, and uh, that the same thing with like South America. There's a lot of stuff in South America like that. A lot of well, well can they do like radiocarbon dating on stuff like not that? on rock? Really? Not, not on rock. No, nope. They can only do it on like anything with carbon. Well, you know. Wood or you know, paper funny thing or is over, I, I guess so, huh? Over, yeah. <laughs> over here, somebody have a coin or something like that about 100 years old, and that's, it's, oh, my God, that's worth a lot of money. Yeah. My brother, Bob. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> he has a coin on that, you know, the, in that era when there was built the Taj Mahal and all that Lord stuff. Shah Jahan. Shah Jahan. He has a coin from that era. 1632, oh, yeah. when that was built. Wow. No, the, the so he has that old coin. He has still at home. Yeah, I yeah. see. 700 years old. 600, 700. Wow. 700 years old. Uh, crazy. That's crazy. Did you know the Taj Mahal has a phone number? <laughs> we could call it right now. <laughs> Taj Mahal, the blues singer. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Taj Mahal. That's funny. Taj Mahal, the blues singer. So, Mahboob, what do you do back in Pakistan? I am a banker. I am... They're a manager in a bank. Oh. And also I have uh, my agricultural land over there, and we produce uh, oranges. Oranges. Sugar cane, rice. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know Mo used to be a, a farmer also. Did you guys do a lot of farming a farmer, together? Yeah, you farm. Yeah. <laughs> the same family farm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same yeah. one? 
Sam came through generations. That's awesome. Uh, every time Mo comes back from Pakistan, he always brings this flatbread. I don't know what it's called, but it's amazing. I it love is amazing. it. Amazing. Alu prata. Is that alu braka? <laughs> is that what it is? Alu braka. Is that how you say? With a T. Alu traka. P prata. Prata. Yep. Alu prata. Yep. Oh, I like no that. No way. I'm trying to say that. Potato. Prato bread. Yeah. Prata. His, his wife makes it. Oh no. gosh. Yeah. I love that stuff. <laughs> it's crazy because, like, don't you, like, churn your own butter and everything? Yep. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I, I'm hungry. I'm actually mad because Mo said you were going to bring some, and I didn't see any. Mm-hmm. I didn't so I'm just assuming here. that. Maybe they're in the refrigerator. Hey, <laughs> I'm no, sure they're still is good. Is there really? Is I there? think there's, there's a few of them sitting in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Are those good, good for a month? <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> no, they're delicious. If, you're ever, if you're ever down here and uh, Mo comes back from Pakistan you, you, and – you notice that we're eating like a really flat piece of bread. It's that sure, stuff, sure, and yeah. you should try to sneak some yeah, from us. Sure, yeah, we'll I mean, you. That stuff yeah, is I amazing. Vultures, and I've been fighting. Holy <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I liked it because the last time you came back, you gave me like five or six of them, and I just brought them home and I ate them all in one night. <laughs> I wasn't proud in the morning, but I felt good about it. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. That's so good. Oh, there's like spice. I don't know. Do you put jalapeno in there? Do you have jalapeno oh, no, on that side? No, no, no. They don't, don't have know. jalapeno. I'm going to guess. It's curry. No. no there, there's <laughs> a spice curry. of some sort in there that makes it kind of like it, hot. Is a, is a green pepper. Green pepper? Hmm. Why is it so spicy? Yeah, they're, they're, you know, just a ghost pepper that mm-hmm. came from India. Because okay. they all that stuff, they come up with the different stuff and they... Over there is a, is a whole farming country, whole farming land. India, Pakistan, those countries, mm-hmm. farm after farm after farm, and we, the where we live in that state is just like Florida. Yeah, we are the capital of the oranges. Oh, nice. Okay, and they ship all over the world. Not really? I mean all over the world. Yeah, you brought me some a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the United States. Not here? I was, getting, I was wondering uh, about too that. Too far from Pakistan. Do they taste similar or do they, no, no, they have a different flavor different. to them? Different, different. Yeah. So uh, they probably don't do a whole lot of like, uh, uh, like, uh, what that GMOs and all that stuff, like the genetically modified and all that stuff. Doesn't exist. Yeah, I was gonna say they probably probably got a much more. There is no health department. There's no nothing. <laughs> there's no FDA. Yeah. And those people surviving for thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> I don't know how they survive without the government's yeah. help. It was like. Literally, a couple of days ago, the guy that he killed the rattlesnake, uh-huh. riding on a horse, got, hey, Mo, hey, Mo. I said, yeah, what's up, buddy? I got a rattlesnake, and I chopped the head off and tail off and all that stuff. Can you cut it up and uh, cook it for me, fry it for me with tempura things? I said, I'm sorry, buddy. I can't do it. Why not? I said, that's the law. I said, it's the law. He said, what do you mean it's the law? I said, There's, tomorrow you're going to get sick or somebody else is going to get sick. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. So the... Sue, Mo. Yeah, right. He gave me a rattlesnake. This I'm God sick. I'm going to sue. I'm going to own the hitching post. He said, well, I said, that's a law. You guys made it. Pass it. It's have to have FDA stamp on it. I was thinking about it. I said, how in the world the whole world survived without the FDA stamp? And, you know, you go in Europe. You go right. in any Middle Eastern country. You go in East. You go, you know, this Thailand, Vietnam, and all those countries. You, there's nothing exists. Yeah. No FDA, no nothing. Yeah. But those people are healthier than a lot more people over here. <laughs> isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that a conundrum right there? <laughs> How does that work? 
<laughs> Isn't that it? Well, we had that beautiful uh, food pyramid there in the 90s that was just <laughs> completely wrong, apparently. Yeah. Everybody else in the world's like, I don't know if that's how you, you're supposed to yeah. do it. That's <laughs> why when you hit age 40, the first of all, you go get a test, you are, either you are diabetic. Oh, shit. Either you are a cholesterol, you have a high. Oh, man. Either you are <laughs> testosterone, something is messed up. And then you over there, there's all the drilling going on, just like Donnie went through about three times. Yeah, he's like telling my story right now. <laughs> I'm five years away from that. This sounds like an exciting little chapter that I'm approaching. And you know, you know colon cancer, mm-hmm. you know, even Dr. Oz, yeah. he came on the television, he explained the theory. Yeah. He said, there's no colon doctors in those countries. Yeah. Only thing is because they eat natural product. Yeah. For example, he said turmeric is the number one product. Number three is paprika is the number two product. If you are start using that one, you will never, ever have a colon cancer. Yeah. They don't yeah, have a doctor. You're all about turmeric. Yeah, you've been all about that. Anytime Donnie's sick, like Mo always brings Donnie some concoction to like, yeah. like have him gargle or something Turmeric's in front of everybody on the stage. Or ginger. Yeah. For example, that's... Uh, like ginger. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing this uh, prime rib sandwich. Yeah. Every single thing natural. You know, we That's use awesome. turmeric, we use paprika, we use all that stuff. And I go in the natural store, buy that stuff, mm-hmm. and we prime rib, we cook with that. And mm-hmm. uh, right now, we're doing those chicken kebabs. Oh, yeah. my God, they're going like... How, so they're doing good? Oh, it's really, yeah. really good. I didn't, I didn't get to grab one before they Did were Did you done. check out the grill? I have checked out that grill. That's awesome. Phenomenal. That, Chad Borman, you are awesome. Chad Borman, he's a master. Yeah. He's a ma- he, he built a masterpiece, yeah. But I mean, that's kebabs. As soon the smell started going, kebabs. Yeah, yeah. Bob. <laughs> that's named after you. I still haven't had one yet. They are really good. They are very good. With our recipe, chutney. Yeah. Yeah. Chutney. Chutney. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we have created with the like a ranch. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I tasted earlier with that, that mint in it. Oh, that was very good. Yeah, the little bit I got that taste. I want to try some more of that. You like that? Yeah, it's called chutney or chutney. Chutney. I'm, like, I'm saying it like a little too Western here. Yeah. Chutney. Chutney. That's our secret. Okay. <laughs> well, I can't wait to try some more of that. You gave like four of those little I gave to your dad, containers yeah. of those to my dad. Make there. sure don't let him all of it, but I have some extra one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So my uh, my dad is cooking all the time. Like he's a he's all about uh, doing all the barbecue and Your everything. Your dad so is no slouch on the queue, man. He's yeah. uh, he knows his way around. That. Yeah, Mo and Mo and my dad get together and they nerd out about barbecuing and smoking and all we, that stuff. We we create stuff. That's well, that's the truth. You guys are like artists with that stuff. It's the truth. It's not even a joke. Creators. Yep. All right, so for everybody that doesn't know, why don't you tell some people about you know how you this whole thing came about. Actually, this uh, I was working for an import-export company for 17 years, and one day I decided I don't want to work for anybody. When you say it that way, it almost sounds like you were doing like selling drugs. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's a little cocaine amongst right <laughs> import, import, export. Not, you know, we didn't go to South America. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the. You know, the raw material from United States to Korea, you know, all the cardboards, paper products, I'll go to Korea. Mm-hmm. And the steel, aluminum, and all that stuff was going to China. Okay. And these, all the manufacturers would come into the United States. And 
have a contract with moving with the semi trucks and equipments and all that stuff coming in sign a lot of contract with these all for example conair there was one of the bigger biggest our customers i thought that was a movie i didn't know that was like <laughs> yeah you know this they build this hair dryers and all that oh conair okay i got what you're saying yeah. i was thinking the, i was thinking the, Luke, the johnny cage movie or johnny cash whatever his name is Luke Cage. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying Cage. names wrong here. Nick Cage. Nick Cage, thank you. So anyway, I worked 17 years for them, and after that one day I just decided, I said, you know what, how long I'm going to work for other people? They are getting rich. When I'm going to look at my social security, I'm going to be only $800 a month, and I won't be able to survive or yeah. the way the economy and all that stuff going, and I decide not to work for them. Honestly, I do not have any plan what I'm going to do. I'm just going to take the month half or two months off and then we'll decide what direction is going to go. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, this was a warehouse. And mm-hmm. me and my cousin sitting outside on Friday afternoon and he said, what we are doing with this warehouse? I said, we are renting it. It's a property. One day we own it. Still paying the mortgage on it. He said, he said what are you doing? I said, I have no idea what I'm going to do right now. Literally 15 minutes later, we have a plan. Hey, how about we open up the pizza joint? Mm-hmm. And I said, that's not a bad idea. Quickly, I Google it. United States, that's the history is, the people in living in the United States, once or at least twice a week, they eat pizza. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tons. Tons. And then I realized that 99% people in the United States living on a fast, fast food. Yep. Yeah. I said, all right. Let's do the pizza. Then we have a burger. Then we have this, all that stuff. Let's go on. And then now we start working how we're going to build it, design all that stuff. And the architect, we design it. And uh, I have no clue, have no idea what the kitchen is. Never flipped a burger in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting into the restaurant business. I don't even know the alcohol name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time the guy said, can I have a Jack Daniel and Coke? And I look at the girl. I said, what is that? Uh, that's funny. Yes, you can. Talk to this person. Yeah. <laughs> and we had, I got some picture from the old cowboy Wayne. Remember this? He has, used to have a longhorn, Texas longhorn, big bull. He'd ride around. No, I don't remember yeah, that at all. We have a picture right over there. It's a cowboy Wayne, the sea oh, has a Texas longhorn. He used to live in Apache Junction. He was a well-known guy. Mm-hmm. And start talking to him. He gave me the pictures of a uh, place was on Gold Canyon. What was the name of that place? Anybody remember? There uh, was a, the steakhouse that was out there? Longa Resort? No. I don't remember what it was before you guys got Brand- it. No, not Steakhouse. That was the kind of Western town. Oh, uh, burn down. Oh, uh, Apache Land. Apache Land. Yeah. He has a pictures of Apache Land. We decided to do design like Apache Land. <laughs> and then looking at those pictures and all that stuff, and finally one day this, as a day off, I just drove the tombstone. Yeah. I just went over there too. First time, first time I went to Tombstone, and I went over there, start taking a bunch of pictures and all that stuff. Saw the movie before. Yeah. Came back. Me and a contractor, we sat down. We just, we decided we we're gonna build that one, yeah. and then how this came up, and we designed that way and built. And this guy, he's he's a very genius. His name was Joe Seaver, and mm-hmm. then he, we asked him, this was gonna look like this has been built for about look like about eighty years old, 
and a lot of work put it together. And finally, this we started working. It took us about three months to design and build inside. And the funny thing was this we kept the big door closed. Nobody know what we are doing inside. Yeah. We're just going to have a surprise for the people. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they walk in, and when we did the opening, soft opening, by invitation only, there was about 100 people showed up. And, I mean, next day, this was just the news travel. Yeah. We opened it up. Nobody know what's, what we built, and we have pictures, and we show the people, and, and they loved it. And since then, it's just going. And, I mean, it's just a blessing and blessing. And Well, this is absolutely the one of the most unique restaurants I've ever gone into, especially, you know, in – like the East Valley, let alone Apache Junction, you know, you don't see a lot of places like this. It's really cool. There's some places out here that have a lot of history, you know, a dirt water. That was a, that's another, you know, yeah. themed place that has been a staple. And, you know, it, it's nice to see that the hitching post has become a staple. Yeah. It's know, like, it's all over like magazines and stuff. And you're getting like TV shows and. Yeah. We have a TV shows. We had a few movies and music videos, yeah, several music videos, several music videos. We are in, uh, some magazine in Germany, with some traveling magazine or the photos or some kind of show and all that stuff. They came over there, did the video shoot, and uh, and the Holland also, mm-hmm. and a lot of overseas people come over there. Take yeah, we do. That we see, we have a several magazines sitting back over there when they do all the photo shoot out and after that they mail us the magazine, and. We are well known in Germany, Holland, yeah. those countries. Last time, this, I have a busload of people from uh, Japan. All oh, really? Japanese. Yeah. Japanese showed a bunch of Japanese. Their busload came in, and they just came in, all of them carrying the video cameras, watchable <laughs> riding, and all this. <laughs> that was carrying so multiple fun. video cameras. Yeah. And that was so funny. <laughs> Well, it's funny because, like your brother was saying, like completely different perspective than what we see because this is, I mean, normal to us. But, like, everywhere else in the world, like this whole Americana thing is, like, so, like, almost uh, just, like, kind of out of this world for a lot of people. Actually, my original plan was open this one, and after that, this about two or three years later, this uh, build a chain, you know, this all over the United States. That was my goal was. Yeah. Uh, we have a little few hiccups and haven't <laughs> made that far yet, but still, still working, on, working it. on it. Still we can work on, you know, things that you need to set up a goal and how to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, so far, you know, is We do have a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Canada. Yeah, right. Because we're, we're now in Canada. <laughs> no, we're, number one, we're down in Canada. Yeah, well, up and in Canada. Number, yeah, and number two. You go over there in St. Cloud, Minnesota, mm-hmm. the good friend of mine, Raleigh, yeah. right? He changed his whole bar to design like us. I know. The first time that we played at Raleigh's uh, in St. Cloud, Minnesota, um, we, we walk in and it, it's, it, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's because we, we, we call that Hitching Post East. Yeah. And we call this Raleigh's West. Raleigh's yeah. West. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because that place was originally called Hitching Post, wasn't it? Originally was called yeah. Hitching Post. Uh-huh. Isn't that Raleigh, weird? Raleigh. You know, the funny thing is, there's about two or three month difference. When he purchased that hitching post, he changed the name to a Raleigh. Yeah. About six months, seven months later, I opened up that hitching post. It's yeah. a coincidence. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you guys know each other back then? No, we don't. Hmm. Oh, really? Raleigh just, what happened? The Raleigh just walked in over here. He purchased a little house over there in Apache Junction, right? Yeah. First time he came to check out that house, 
he bought unseen nothing and just he bought it he came to check it out he went to some restaurant over there in apache junction he sat 15 minutes nobody asked him for the beer yeah finally he got a beer the nurse guy told him hey why don't you go check out the hitchik poster what hitchik poster he said yeah that used to be my bar name <laughs> oh okay he said oh go down go somewhere down the street somewhere you find it go in this just somewhere just go <laughs> on a walk yeah, about yeah. Oh, that's how it is there in Asia. It's just yeah, down there yeah. a piece and yeah. you know <laughs> take a left when you see the beehive right yeah. <laughs> and he came he sat down at the bar First thing he told the bartender, can I have a Bud Latte, please? <laughs> the girl said, we don't have it. <laughs> he said, oh, I will take a Bud Light. <laughs> That's funny. That's Raleigh. All right, I'm working in a kitchen, uh-huh. and some customer, I went over there to say hi to the customer on the way, walking back. Raleigh coming out of the bathroom. Asked me, he said, you the owner? I said, yeah. Oh, your bathrooms are flooding. I said, oh, my God. He said, oh, just joking. <laughs> just kidding. I said, oh, my God. Finally, I came out over there. He sat down with him. I said, oh, I'm from Santa Clara, Minnesota. I own the bar. It's called the Raleigh, Raleigh's. I said, oh, great. Nice to meet you. He said, my bar used to call the Hitching Post. I said, all right, since then, we've become just best friends. That's easy. How's that work? It's like, that's like a child friendship right there, yeah, you know? Like, hey, you, you, you've got the same name as me or something. Like, we got brown hair or something. And he's here often. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. By the way, he's he'll be here Tuesday. Tuesday the nineteenth. Oh. He'll cool. be the Raleigh show. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So did, did he get to meet Bob? Yes, he did. Oh, he, he came. Did. Oh, okay. yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's Raleigh's been promising me that he's going to go to Pakistan, but his wife not letting him go. <laughs> That'll be very interesting to see <laughs> Raleigh, Raleigh go to Pakistan. I I think right. Right, there's no Jaeger. No but Jaeger. weed just grows on the side of the road there, so I don't uh, know. I, I, I have to import in Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's got to be a cough medicine. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'll be funny because I, I would imagine, uh, that do, do a lot of people drink in Pakistan? Yes, in Pakistan, the hotel is allowed because uh, there's a lot of Christian people. For example, in our small town, this, we still have a... Christian church. What's mm-hmm. that got to do with drinking? And well, uh, not no, no, because they, you're not supposed to as Muslims, right? If the you're Muslim, they yeah. don't drink alcohol. Yeah, I'm just the thing yanking, is that yeah. they have the Christian over there, and they drink, and they have a special places. They have their cars or license or whatever you want to call it. They go, yeah. they show it, and they buy it. And but they are not supposed to drink on the street or parking lot. Oh, so it's it's alcohol there is like weed is here. Yeah, uh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I understand. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But you know the funniest thing is, I don't know. Several time I show you guys the pictures in Pakistan. I was going on a freeway mm-hmm. to go and see my sister, and I had to stop use the restroom over there. And and then I look at it. I mean, the growing wild, and I mean every road is filled up everywhere that you go <laughs> is weed is is wild. I mean. And nobody mess with it. Nobody cares. Nobody about cares it. about nobody it. Nobody cares about it over here. Oh my god! <laughs> right? And don't that poppy, uh, the poppy seeds, and all that stuff over there too? Like no, crazy? that that was in Afghanistan. Oh, I thought, yeah. thought they had. I thought you said they had it over there too. We are south of Afghanistan, not in Afghanistan. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it is absolutely. Bob knows crazy. all the spots. Right. Oh, Bob, yeah. Bob's got all the stuff figured out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Tina. And Bob's got along very well. Yep, I, I <laughs> and, reckon. And you know this? Who else? Who got along? Who? Uh, you know, Colleen. <laughs> oh, Colleen. Yeah. What are they called? Oh, Dingbat. 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 Colleen. Dingbat. Colleen. 
Dingbat Colleen and Stoner Tina. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like it should be like a sitcom or something. It is. A rap group. A rap group. <laughs> there you go. I like all that. That's awesome. That's just that's so funny. Because <laughs> she was saying, you know, Michigan has a has a asparagus growing on the side. I think uh, this sounds like weed growing on the side yeah. of the road is a little bit cooler. <laughs> You know the one thing I like that, asparagus. You know, one thing I did I realized that you know this you see the old western movies you know what was this uh, John Wayne and after John Wayne this uh, who was that big Clint Eastwood Clint Eastwood yeah you know in those movies my brother was watching some different stuff on it. He said, oh, mm-hmm. my God, that was the life. I said, yep, that's how they live. <laughs> they don't like you, boom, they shoot you. <laughs> or they, have, they have those all the sticks, you know what I mean? This, uh, you know, they want to blow up the... Oh, dynamite? Dynamite. dynamite. Wait, wait, wait. Dynamite? We have to hear, we have to hear Tina say dynamite. <laughs> what? <laughs> she has a one. She's Don't shy you, all of a sudden. You just let it go. Come Sorry. on, I was setting these things up. I couldn't. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, you ruined his joke. I you ruined my joke. You ruined his joke. Oh, I didn't know. I'm an idiot. All right, I'm gonna have a joke for you guys. You got more though. Uh, all right, here's the joke. Right in uh, South Texas, you know San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Here's the kids in the summer. All right, the teacher over there start teaching the history lessons mm-hmm. all week long. You guys have to help me out to answer the questions, all right? I'll try. Okay. Now the thing has happened. All of a sudden, Friday came, and the dad, he has a day off. He asked the kid, hey, you going to school? He said, yes, dad. All right, better hurry up. Do finish it up over the school. I'm going to be waiting for you. I'm going to have a board ready, and I'm going to have a guns ready. We're going to have a tent ready. We're going to go some camping and fishing and hunting, and all the kids are all excited. I said, oh, my God, I'm going to go with my dad hunting all weekend up in woods. He went to school. Here comes the teacher walk in the class. All right, kids, we've been working on all week long in a history class. I said, yeah. I'm going to ask you guys three questions. Who gave me the answer? I'm going to have a Friday off. We'll see you on Monday. All right, the first question she asked, all right, who said give me the liberty or give me the death? Now this kid is excited. His hands <laughs> up, is waving, trying to get attention, teacher and all that stuff. Teacher looked around. She said, all right, one. Want to give her the answer, this Patrick Henry. Mm-hmm. All right, she's already the next question. All right. Well, he he was busy. He was busy <laughs> telling us what it was. And then the next one was, okay, the second question. Now this kid is all excited. All right, I'm going to go home. My dad is waiting for me. All right, who chopped down the cherry tree? George Washington. George Washington. Uh, nope. George Washington. Who chopped on the charity? Teacher looking around, looking around, looking around. Juanita. Juanita mm-hmm. said, George Washington. Juanita will see you on Monday. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this is the last question. He said, Who flew the kite so high they struck by lightning? Now, the teacher looking around, looking around, looking around, looking around. There's a Carlos. <laughs> so, you're asking the question now? It's uh, yeah. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin, right. Yes. The Carlos said, Ben Franklin. All right. Carlos, see you on Monday. Now the teacher turned around grabbing a chalk to write down a chalkboard, right? And this kid is pissed. I mean, <laughs> he is ready to go. He's going to do something. He, he said, where the hell this Mexican came from? <laughs> teacher turned around and said, who said that? He said, Davy Crockett at St. Alamo. See you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. That's funny. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Daddy don't know the answer to the last one. I, I did. I, I was waiting for you to point at me, but uh, you gave it to kids. Yeah, I got both of them. So it means that, Daddy, you can't go hunting and fishing because he answered you first. I you guess. Are, you are yeah, I get two day. I come back in on Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell a joke? Yep. W- what do you call a herd of masturbating cattle? Hmm. Beef stroking off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, uh... I have a funny story about that. Is that uh, you know, like when you're in high school or just in any class, and uh, you have your first day and you get to introduce yourself to the teacher, and the teacher has you introduce yourself to the class, right? Uh huh. And uh, it goes around. His whole thing was, is all right. I'm gonna have you say your name, and then you're gonna say what your favorite food is. It's all the way through the class. Everybody's just like, my name's you know Bob Johnson, and I like tacos. You know, and like everybody's just kind of going through and doing that. It finally, gets to our teacher. And I don't know why he thought this was a good idea, but he's like, my name's Mr. Collins, and I like beef stroganoff in front of a whole bunch of, like, teenage kids in high school. And everybody's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Didn't, <laughs> didn't really think that would do. And then he turned around and said, what? What's everybody laughing at? We're like, are you serious right now? <laughs> That's Kit in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Wasn't just me. That was my whole class. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Collins wasn't uh, wasn't apparently prepared for that, mm. or he was, and he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> oh, by the way, Donnie, I heard your kid is a pretty good wrestler. He's a very good wrestler. Yeah, yeah I heard about it. He's a very good wrestler. This uh, matter of fact, I was at the Napa store, and the guy introduced himself. He said, "Hey, are you at the hitching?" I said, "Yes, sir." He said, "Oh, I want to like shake hand with you." I said, "Oh, cool." He said, "You know Donnie Grab?" I said, who don't know the Donnie Grubb? God, this Donnie Grubb getting damn too famous. We need to do something about it. He said, yeah, the Donnie Grubb kid, this, uh, he's on my wrestling team. I'm his coach. He said, this kid, oh, that's is, awesome. a, his, yeah. that kid is a phenomenal. He said, this is doing so good. I said, oh, I, I, that was nice to hear something. About I, something yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud of Nathan. I'm, I'm proud of all three of them. Nathan's killing it, you know. Uh, great uh, State champion last year. I mean, his team, was a, they won the state championship last year. And uh, he's he's just okay, I don't know where it comes from. It certainly didn't come from me. Uh, <laughs> oh, you weren't a scrapper ever. <laughs> this kid, this kid's a uh, this kid's amazing, you know. And, and not only not only is he a great wrestler, man, but his grades are just. I don't. I certainly don't know where that came from. That's got to be Heather's side. Because <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't she salutatorian? Yeah, she was. <laughs> you know, that's really. I heard. I was really, really proud of him and i said oh my god look at that kid yeah you know, i'm very proud of him too yeah, that's wonderful you know to see this apache junction like right away it came in my mind i said we have one kid donnie grubb from apache junction he's a state champion and we have a second kid is logan he's a bull riding champion yeah aj's got some stuff in it man aj it's- has stuff going you know thing is that this that is called, you know, the entertainment. You bring in something that, and people learn, people see what's going on. Yeah. Otherwise, young kids in Apache Junction, they have nothing to do because You're there's right. no bowling alley. There's no movie theater. No, there's, there's nothing. nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we and, have to have places like this. And, you know, it's changing the young generation life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And because, it's wonderful. Because of this bull riding program we have here at the Hitching Post, and this is not a Hitching Post commercial, but no. but I'm proud of this fact that, you know, because we have this bull riding situation, you know, we've got several kids that are, that are going to school and pursuing, you know, bull riding. Logan, I mean, that, that, that kid's amazing right now. You know, oh, and there's a three kids from high school last year. They got a full scholarship in the University of Texas. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's so much 
you know, it feels good when you give it to the families and kids and they're learning and they're making their lives better. And it's it just, is. I'm not trying to do this, you know, the hitching post, but it feels so good when you give it back to the community yeah, you're right. and the people and the kids and they're learning and they're going to be somebody. Yeah. And then you feel, oh my God, this kid was here. Now he's somebody. It's a, how good feeling is that? Oh yeah, it's yeah. just cool to see, like you have this idea to do this and then just, just to see how it goes just above and beyond what your expectations are as far as being able to, you know, like you say, give uh, kids like and families a completely different opportunity than they would ever be offered. Just you impact know, people's lives yeah, in a positive yeah. way like that. That's is, you know, one thing is just especially on Saturday night is just so amazing. And I just stand over there in the corner and watch. I mean, you have from six month old to you have 60 years old. You know, the whole family is a little kids, and, you know, the young kids I see several times that is about 14, 15, 16 years old. What are they going to do? Either they're going to be partying in a desert and drinking. Right. Yeah. That's how students do. You right. know what I mean? Every week, let's go and have a party. At least they are, you know, they are not going there. They have something to do, mm-hmm. and they look after it. And then, and they're all kids. They're so nice and respectful. And they help, and all you see that sometimes they go inside and they go help them with the other bull riding. Mm-hmm. And amazes how these kids are so learning fast and doing that stuff. Yeah. It's just mind boggling sometimes. And I'm so happy when I see that one that you know, the little kids and families and they're around and they're sitting and they're talking. And yeah. Kids behave so much. And I mean, it's amazing. It's just yeah. one of the joy that I, I get when I see those whole family sitting. Yeah. Watching the bull riding, having a dinner or something, enjoying that is, is just amazing. Yeah, I can remember, like, you know, and it's one of the reasons why I love you as much as I do is, is there was a, two years ago, um, it was a, it was a Saturday night and like we were packed in here, we were packed out back, we were packed out front, packed out, out back by the bull riding, you know, and, and just all this stuff was going on and you came over and you put your arm around my shoulder and you said, take a look at what we've done, you know, and that was, that was pretty awesome. Oh, is that Personally, one person cannot do anything. You have to have a team. Yeah, you have oh, to have teamwork. Build build a teamwork, and everybody put effort in. Is I couldn't do it without you guys. Well, we're, we're yeah, a team. Yeah, we're the team and working. And you know the the biggest thing is we have sports from our locals. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they they're supporting us. They're with us. You know, and a lot of time the. Matter of fact, people ask me, two people ask me today, why you guys don't have any bouncer? I said, why we need a bouncer over here? We are not a bar like fighting people and going on throwing chairs and all that stuff. I said, we are family oriented. And I said, we don't need a bouncer. We have these locals. Yeah, that's Before, yeah. true. We all I, take care of ourselves, yeah. yeah. They take care of themselves. If somebody comes and start that stuff, they come tell me what's going on. I tell them, hey, you take care of it. That's your bar. They said, yeah. I said, then take care of it. If it's go beyond that, then we get involved in it. Yeah. And honestly, never have that issue. No, never very rarely. Very, very rare. If rarely. we do have it and we let people know that, uh, hey, that's not this isn't the place that you do that at. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a family-oriented. Is a, I'm so glad and I made that decision to build this that place and then have go that direction, and I'm so happy for it. And I'm, you know, it's a Part of the history, bull riding, old style building, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and 
Apache Junction is the Western style living. Yeah. And it, it's just every single thing is guards is the one create all that stuff. It's just every single thing is coming along. And it's couldn't be proud of it for the people and the neighbors and the locals and all you guys and you everybody put their effort in and then is made us somebody but it's just hard work everybody mm-hmm. i want to thank you to every single one of them absolutely every, every town and people and everybody else yeah. yeah and and you you do cater very well to the uh the the culture out here uh, not just with the bull riding but i mean this place is called the hitching post and you literally have hitching posts outside for all the people that ride horses, and there's a, a like, lot. There's a yeah. lot of people like you know, from other states even that don't even. I mean, just to draw a picture is like it, they're they're literally people like walking their horses or like riding on their horses down the street here, yeah. and then they just stop outside of a place like this, and then they actually get to tie up their horses, come on in, have some food, have a good time, listen to a band, and that's awesome. That's really cool that you've uh, you've been able to make that happen. That- that is the hitching post, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have a horse, you have a hitching post, you tie the horse, you come down, you get your drink, and then after that you go on and come back and stop by and have a dinner or leave or go home. You know, yeah. that's that's a hitching post you, that's supposed to be. Yeah. And there is a bunch of hitching posts in the middle of downtown Nebraska somewhere, but yeah. you can't we, find any we horse. We saw a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> How are you going to have a hitching post in the Chicago or New York City. Yeah, it doesn't work so well. It doesn't work so well. I mean, Nebraska makes a little bit more sense, I think. Yeah. But, you know. I think, I think Mo and I saw at least two hitching posts in Nebraska. Well, we saw one at, uh, where were we at a few weeks ago? Uh, we saw one in Wilcox. Wilcox, yeah. It was right next to the hotel we stayed at, the Hitching Post Cafe. It wasn't a bar. It was a cafe. But I don't even think I saw a hitching post there. All right. I have an idea, guys. I Uh-oh. always come up with the stupidest idea, and I don't know how that's going to work. Right, he opened a bar. I mean, you know, that's, we work as a team, and I want everybody that's came, coming up with that idea and everybody think about it. We celebrate the Veterans Day over here, right? Mm-hmm. In this summer, we all have to get together. We're going to take a ride towards Tucson. As soon as we pass a, what is called Eloy, mm-hmm. and then the right-hand side there is a airplane junkyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me they have an old, they have an old Vietnam airplane sitting over there. Yeah, there's there there's a few. Heather and I just drove past that the other last week. All right, because a lot of people they have rail cars. Mm-hmm. Though we saw in Wilcox, one of the restaurants, the barbecue place, they have yep. a rail car. Everybody loves to sit over there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I we're see gonna, where you're going. We're gonna pass the rail car. How about we go find out how much it costs to buy that airplane? <laughs> <laughs> you know. We take the wings off or have one wing on that side or one side, no way. You know the back patio where the fence is? Yeah. How about we put the, we have to hire a structural engineer or something like yeah. that to have how they can brace it. Mm-hmm. We have to put that airplane in right over there. Oh, that, that would be cool. And then we have windows and doors and all that stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we, that, that's a great, that's, that's why I love you. You're a big thinker. Yeah. I like it. And <laughs> I mean, if we could do that, have an airplane over there sitting in the old Vietnam War yeah. airplane, and we can inside, you know, this long sits over there, this have a bench and all that stuff where they yeah. sit. Before they take off the parachute jump. <laughs> <laughs> might have to rethink that one a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a zip line or something. Uh, that might work maybe, a little. Maybe hold the old parachute bag be hanging inside over there. You do all design like yeah. that. And then we have a tables and chairs. And we have the girl that's there dress up a half 
army uniform style or air force right. style and then maybe they will be serving food over there people have a drink that's no not, nobody not nobody has airplane no nobody no. has an airplane not out here I that's hope, for sure i hope we can pick up that pretty cheap we have to maybe have to do some negotiation with them <laughs> hey you never negotiate <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal you know if i go over there with brown skin <laughs> You're, you're not going to send me the damn airplane. They say, what the hell is going to do with this? What do you want with this? That's hilarious. What do you do with that? That's why I would take a couple of white folks with you guys. <laughs> Be my witness. I swear I don't have a pilot license. And, that, and that's what our real role is here. Right, I understand <laughs> now. white guy. I understand. Oh, <laughs> no, see, I got my white guys with me. I'm like, we're good. I'm cool. <laughs> see? You know, I... What do you guys think of that idea? I, I think it's great. That's cool. Yeah. I know that, uh, what was it, uh, that, that music festival Burning Man? Yeah. A few years yeah. ago, they they had uh, they did something kind of similar to what you're talking about. They uh, took an old 747, took the wings off, took the back section off, and kind of opened it up a little bit, and they turned it into a bar for this festival, and it was a cool idea. So I, I could totally so see have, something like that. You have also a pilot in your team. Oh, we do have <laughs> we a pilot. Do. I don't know Scotty. if you'd be able to fly that. We got a pilot. Scotty has a pilot. Right. I think well, he just take the <laughs> screwdriver and a few wrenches, Mike. <laughs> I think a <laughs> Vietnam plane might have to like actually drive down the freeway, though. I don't know if that would be able to fly. Uh, that's my plan is for the next summer when we have free time. That's my plan is to go check it out. If and I'm gonna contact a few people, you know, the architect, engineers, and all that stuff. See if they make it happen. That would be so cool if we have it back patio over there. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. I, I thought the train car was a cool idea, too. Yeah, we go I above like the that. Plane. Yeah, plane's cool. <laughs> you know, the thing is that if we, get a, if we get a train car, we have to have a track. Yeah. Number two, they're extremely heavy. Yeah. We have no idea how we're going to move it. Right. It's going to cost a lot more money. <laughs> I'm still trying and- to understand how... Everything you're saying doesn't apply to a plane. <laughs> no, plane, plane, plane. truck. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you can you can put it on a flatbed truck that you can move it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that you can move it easy. That's Without wings, because yeah. they are not 747. Because the 500 people sit in yeah. that one, this Vietnam airplane that wasn't that very long. You know, that was short. Oh, was it just like a fighter or something like that? It wasn't just like a bomber like, or anything? Just like, like C-130. Like yeah, cargo plane. Cargo, oh, just okay. like C-130, okay. cargo plane, just like that. Just load up. There's a smaller version we can get. <laughs> It'd be sick if you got a B-52 over here, dude. Oh, my God. Where are you going to put it? That's a pretty big. <laughs> it is, but you don't need to have the wings. You just do the fuselage. Yeah. Same thing. We have to go check him out over there. We can pick one up. Trip to Eloy. Well, I feel a trip, trip to Eloy coming trip on. Trip to Eloy. This is the Western. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> we slowly make the conversion <laughs> there. <laughs> right, <laughs> slowly make the conversion there. Yeah. Meboob, so I got to ask you before you get back to Pakistan on Thursday. Are you the young? You're the younger brother, right? You're, yep. Yeah. So, what was it like growing up with this guy right here? Like, was he a good older brother or a was he a mean older brother? Older brother. <laughs> he was your older brother. <laughs> I think that was a good answer. Did he whip your Did he whip you around a little bit? In a bit, Daniel, you have to speak slow when so, you so talk Daniel, to him. Understand. Uh-huh. understand you speak more fast. Oh. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we grew up together, and me and him got in a fight. I was older, yeah. obviously. This, I had upper hand on him, <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as we get home, yeah. he cried to mom. 
Mom with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times my mom beat the crap out of me. With the shoe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoe, stick, anything in the head. We don't have a CPS in Pakistan. <laughs> CPS. That's funny. <laughs> you were telling me a story one time, and I was, I was really hoping you were going to tell the story tonight because I thought it was hilarious the last time you told me. But you were back in Pakistan, and you took your son up to the mountains for dinner, and you got invaded by monkeys. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, what, what happened? Just like is a bad junction or Phoenix and the <coughs> Flagstaff over here yeah. in Pakistan. That is is a similar weather. Is the same thing. Is I mean, just like Phoenix. You know, it's called Islamabad. That's the capital of Pakistan. Yeah. Right below that, you go up in a mountain, and then there is just like mm-hmm. 140 miles from here over there. A thing is a town called the Mare. But is is I think is only sixty miles or so. Yeah. And they have cedar trees, and I mean pine trees, and I mean you name anything on it. And uh, we were all traveling through, and all of a sudden we parked on the side of the road. There was a cafe that was gonna have a cup of tea or coffee or something or snack afternoon. And then we plan was to come down, and then if we decide to dro- drive home four hour drive, we stay in that hotel somewhere. Yeah. All of a sudden we came out. There was about three four different cars of friends and all. All of, everybody parked and I not have any room. Yeah. And I just pulled it up on the side over there. All of a sudden, we came back from there. All of a sudden, we have freaking monkey hanging all over the place. <laughs> in the mirror at the top and sitting back and forth. And the sign over there, please don't throw anything at the monkeys. Uh, how I do said, I get in my I car? Said, how the hell am I going to get in my car? <laughs> now I have to climb up over there. You know this, you know, the less oxygen and climbing and up and down. And I'm huffing and puffing and smoker. You know how the thing. Monkeys are I, laughing monkeys at you. Looking at me. I said, oh, my God. I said, hey, guy. Hey, guy. Said, I said, there's a monkeys. He said, all right. Then we send the guy with you. All right. There's monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> no. Those guys came down with me, and all of a sudden, he has a, some peanuts and some other stuff in his hand, and he went over there. He just threw them aside, all of the monkey side over there. Here come the all kind of... <laughs> all of a sudden, those, like your monkey, monkey and those monkey just going over there. That was fantastic. Eating the peanuts and all that stuff, and all of a sudden, they start making noise. There's about five monkeys. There's all of a sudden, I see the goddamn about 25, 30 of them. <laughs> I just jump in my car. I just took out. With like I don't know if this is helping, sir. <laughs> Monkeys holding onto the cars. Moe's running down the road, like screaming. They have a lot of monkeys in <laughs> northern Pakistan. What's crazy to me is like you tell me it's like pine trees and stuff. Yeah. There's pine trees and there's monkeys. So I'm just trying to think of like going to Prescott or something, and there's like a bunch of monkeys floating around out there. Oh, you Google it to check it out over there in northern Pakistan. It's called a town called the Mare. Yeah. And the, in that area. M-U-R-R-E-E. Yeah. And is wild monkeys, thousands <laughs> of them. I don't know why I find that so hilarious, but <laughs> monkeys. <laughs> Oops. You know, the, one here. of the, I think there's a goat or something that only exists in Pakistan. <laughs> is it? Okay. And the one guy from United States, he went over there and Murray, paid, okay. paid somebody $100,000 bribe Bribe, bribe to him, uh-huh. and he allowed him to hunt that goat or shot. He shot it and took it. And the finally, government of Pakistan found out. They brought a huge, huge charges because there's only exist in Pakistan. There was only about ten or fifteen of them over there. They're trying to protect. Well, them. what the hell kind of sport is hunting a goat? That's, that's a big is game it just hunting. like a, just like a? We have a sheep. like ramp. sheep. 
like, like ram sheep yeah. Yeah, exactly like that is a uh, goat or sheep like that i don't i never seen it huh. I, i read in i read in a in a paper I'll in then was in a newspaper over there and then i said oh my god what happened what kind of sheep or goat is that and they showed the picture there was one of the kind in the whole world wow and when Probably. i asked him he told me yeah that's that's true story wow Dude, this is this is crazy this looks very similar to like being up in the white mountains except for it's all, it almost looks like you're in like Sedona. switzerland or something like yeah. that too you know same like sedona was it sedona so, oh like, like kind of like sedona, sedona. I could see that. I could see that. Like, take a look at this picture here. Like, something like that. And every time I click on something, it always tries to send me to YouTube or something. But you can at least see, like. Yeah, it looks like northern yeah, Arizona. Kind of looks like you're in northern Arizona there. I mean, like that, you know. Yeah, that. Yeah, well, That's in mountains? Australia, though. Oh, yeah. But this is, yeah, this is all northern Pakistan here. That's crazy. I mean, that straight up looks like it'd be in California. Yeah. Like, you're going, like, through, uh, what's that, PCH there? Oh, even snows up there. That's crazy. Oh yeah, that was in the Himalayas, right next to us. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, that's right. I never thought about that. I never thought about that because I just imagine it's all like desert. Like probably oh, everybody oh. thinks Arizona is. You know? Yeah. Did you guys ever see the Super Trucker show? No. Oh, I yeah, I've watched. It. Yeah, there's the trucker. There's they're driving. Their wheels spinning in the air. Yeah. And there's about a few thousand feet underneath of it. Oh yeah, right you're there. talking about that crazy stuff. Like, that crazy stuff. Yeah. Guess what? That's in Pakistan. Oh man. Yeah. Well, you were telling me a story about like you were you took a jeep ride on one of those at one time, didn't you? And the guy didn't have brakes or something. No, they said don't need a brake because they have <laughs> they have a gears and they have a clutch. That's all they need. That's Not only are you funny. on the edge of like a death trap. <laughs> yeah. But your driver has yeah. no brakes. I appreciate yeah. the fact that you're like, oh, that's acceptable. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't know that until I got off the Jeep. <laughs> Let me in. I said, he was moving back and forth. I said, why are you doing that? He said, oh, just make sure that you don't, you know, this in a gear, right? He just lose the clutch and yeah, forward slow and down that way. Slow down and up and down and yeah. back and forth. He's waiting for the passenger to show up. Someone we have to go up in a mountain somewhere. Yeah, very and expert it, driver. And then, yeah, right. Yeah, you got to be, that's like brake. serious driving. Don't, I said, why don't, don't you, need a brake there. Why don't you brake? He says, who, you, why you need a brake? Right. I said, don't need. I said, you don't need a brake. This I have just a clutch and an accelerator. That's all I need. Jeez. Is that right? I, that's, I've never realized that. <laughs> Wow, that's stupid American. <laughs> it's insane, though. This looks like straight up like this straight up looks like northern Arizona. Looking at all these yeah, pictures. Yeah, that looks except for this like foggy. This almost looks like it's in like Ireland or something. But like everything else just looks like <clears throat> northern uh, northern Arizona. That's crazy. And yeah. I don't even think we're I mean, that's southern hemisphere, right? Down in Pakistan there. In northern. It's northern hemisphere. Right. Yep. Why am I thinking this? I don't know. Anyways, but uh, we're not like on the same uh, oh. latitude, right? No. You know, the one thing I can't figure it out. Yeah. Anywhere you go in the world, right? There's a south and north, right? Mm. Anywhere that you go in the north, there's a cold weather, cold snow, yeah. any country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never. Well, it's all uh, altitude, that. isn't it? Yeah. Altitude, and if you're in the tropics, it's going to. Be different when you're right sea level than when you're up in the mountain. I mean, if you go to Hawaii, how about in Minnesota? Well, Minnes- you go more further north over there. The snow. You go to the south a little bit. There's less snow and then all that stuff. But it's, it's but it's it's because it's it's not that close to the equator though. It's way yeah. far away from the. But equator. The, how the temperature is that exactly? For example, in 
in Pakistan, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly the temperature is like Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. in Arizona state of Arizona, in whole yeah. Pakistan like that. And when you go up north, it's the snow. When you go in south, it's a desert and sand and yeah. warm weather. Well, yeah, it has but like to you do said, though, it. it's like elevation, though. El- I mean, you're... Is, is something has to do with elevation? It has to, because this looks like, a, the, I can't even remember what the name of that, that town was that you were just talking about, but that looks like it's up in the mountains. Yeah. And it looks like it's high up in the mountains. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, is that seven, in the Himalayas? Near Himalaya. It's like approaching the Himalayas. Because those Himalayas, are hu- they're huge. Those things are seven, way up there. That town this is 7,000 7, feet. 7, okay, yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense that that's going to have a little bit of... Yeah, that's monkeys. snow there. And monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this old, just, just hold on. Oh, never mind. All the, with the, like the ones that have the funky hairdos? Yeah, they have the funky hairdos. Yeah. Oh, those are yeah, scary monkeys. Phone. Where's my phone? Do you have that picture of Anwar? Yeah, I do. That's what I was looking for. He went, I wasn't there, but he went over there to see, he took some pictures. He sent it to me. Let me I see if I can find it. Of the monkeys? Monkeys, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> and what is it? I have that picture. I don't think I have it in my head. Kid, did you find anything? Well, I'm trying to figure out what the longitude of Pakistan is. So the longitude is about 69. 69. Uh, that's the one that's 30 north and 69. So let's see what the pack of the uh, longitude of Arizona is. Thirty-four and one hundred and eleven. So I mean, hmm. what did we say it was north there? So we said thirty-four north here, and uh, Pakistan's thirty north. So it's not like it's crazy far away from Arizona. Yeah. Show, show it on, on, on Those the camera. Are the monkeys? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was cool looking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at those guys. Like it, that thing looked like it could rip your face that off. That thing was yeah. sitting on your car, dude? It was, your, it was like the, the, I mean, the roof imploding on it. I know. What are you doing? I know. I think you and uh, Mo should have a monkey impression <laughs> off there. We have. <laughs> We've already done that. Yeah, you sent me that picture afterward. I said, all right, stop playing with the the guns. (laughs) Stop playing with the monkeys. (laughs) So, Mo. You know know what the funny thing is? I apply for his immigration stuff and sponsorship and all that. My son, the season of college, he's transferring his credit to CW or PW Carey School over here. Oh, okay, over at ASU. ASU. His credit being transferred. And he's in a semester, December is going to be, his semester is going to be done. And then he's going to go for an interview and then get his visa, everything's go well. Well, let oh. me ask you one thing really quick before we go into this, just because I'm kind of confused with uh, when you say getting visa. Is this a visa you have to get from Pakistan, or is it a visa you have to get through the U.S.? His visa, this issue from Pakistan, that is only traveling visa temporary that you can come and go. For the visit visa. For the visit visa. Okay. Yeah. And my son, this I have to sponsor him because he's my son. Mm-hmm. He can legally come to United States to get his green cards and be citizen and all that. That's a legal way to come okay. to United States. So does he? The, in order for your son to come here, does he still have to get a visa even to leave Pakistan? Yes, and that's from the Pakistani government. Yeah. What happened? I applied over here to mm-hmm. U.S. immigration. I filled out the form and all that stuff. 
then they ask me a bunch of questions. Does you know they they want his birth certificate? Does he want a school teachers and all that stuff? All the, his college and school certificates, all this we're gonna see, and my birth certificate. And then, I mean, they want every single thing. Want to yeah. find out about it, and provide all the paperwork. Matter of fact, the last time when I was over there, they asked a question: How you communicate with your son? Yeah, and I have to pull it out my account over on my phone mm-hmm. and have to, have download, to show them all the messages download and, and print it all that stuff and then have to send it to them then they ask me how you financially you support them i said okay every year that i go over there i put the money in account yeah and then my brother does he manage it and they said why you don't put the money in his account i said i put it about five thousand dollars in account he'll be broke about two days <laughs> <laughs> he's a high school college kid what the hell you expect yeah, right oh okay we understand then i have to get his account mm-hmm. and then have to show the how many times does he transfer the money to my son account oh wow all those transfers show all those transfer papers yeah. transfer money and all yeah. that stuff and every question they ask you and all and now this took me about a year and a half mm-hmm. to get approved by the immigration. Now the immigration approved it. Now it went to the visa processing center. And that's with Pakistan now. No, in United States. Oh, okay, so United States needs yeah. to do a visa also? Visa yeah. processing center. Wow. Now they're going to process his visa. They're going to send that information to United States consulate over there. Mm-hmm. Islamabad. Islamabad, the capital of Pakistan. Okay. Send it over there. They will send him an email, all right, your visa is over here. First of all, you need to go take a medical. Have have, have full medical, oh, his wow. blood work, everything. Make sure he doesn't have anything contagious or anything right, like that. Everything. Okay. And then they yeah. check out that one. After that, does he submit that one? Then they call him for the interview. Then oh. they're going to ask him a question. Wow. And just have to find out from him, did he, I told him the truth or not. The final, if it's... The final stage, if they don't believe anything, then they have to do the DNA test. Oh, man. Let's go that way. That's serious, man. It, it They're not messing serious. around with that. No, no. But that's the legal way to come to that country. All right. So is it is it nearly as hard for me to come from the U.S. to Pakistan? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> because you are, not, you, are not, you are not obtaining the Pakistani citizenship. You are nah. just going over there to visit. Okay. Right. My son can come apply for a visa. He can come visit. But that they will deny the visa. Any young, young guy, young person apply for a visa? No, you can't go hmm. because yeah. they're afraid that they're gonna disappear over here and then illegal. Then they're gonna stay over. And that's why you need a sponsor, somebody that's kind of yeah. held responsible. Is, I can sponsor to my mom, and I can sponsor to my kids. Okay. Okay. And other than that, I can't sponsor to my brother or cousin really? or anybody. No. Wow. Only blood relation. The first blood relation that you have that you can sponsor them, they can come and visit. Oh, man. So when he, if visa get approved, hopefully by end of December, January, he'll be here. Then first thing I'm going to do, I have to go get his, um, go to immigration mm-hmm. and show him all that stuff. Then I have to go get his social security card and ask him to get his social security, then take the social security card and his visa over there to uh, immigration office. Yeah. Then they will give him a green card. Wow. Then after the green card, then he can go to the college. He's gonna, He has about about year and a half, two years college left. WP carry there. Yeah. That's cool. He's going to do business, huh? Yeah, yeah. he's going to do business, and he finish up his college. And after four years, then he can apply for his citizenship. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. You think? Does he want to be a U.S. citizen? Yes. That's awesome. 
So that's a, gosh, that's a lot of like just hurdles to jump just to even get to that point. Yeah. That's know, crazy. My brother never been to United States, but he'd been to other countries. Yeah. And it's shock for him in the beginning. He said, Oh my God. He said the first time we were going over there, there was a dark. From here we left. It's dark right at 11 or 12 o'clock. It's a stop sign. I stop and I look around, check both sides. And he said, there's nobody over there. It's a dark. Nobody watching. Why don't you go through? I said, no, that's law. Yeah. He said, oh, my God, you guys obey that much laws? <laughs> I said, yes. Yes, we yes, do. We because you might not see somebody yeah. looking <laughs> at you. Right. But they'll, they'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> Talking smack off camera. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that kind of stuff is very different. Different for yeah. him to see, to realize that. And the second thing that she, she said, the Americans are totally different than anywhere in the world. They are yeah. not worried about anything. They live day to day. They're enjoying, they're joking. And one day, Saturday, last Saturday, yesterday, you said, Did anybody eat home? I said, Practically, maybe the one or two time or some family cooked to some people. I said, here is an example. I said, husband is working, wife is working, and if the kids are grown, they don't want to cook every day. Yeah. They just stop by, pick something up, either wife or call, okay, mm -hmm. what are we are yeah. having? No, just stop by, pick something up, they go home. Because they both work, they're tired, they don't want to come sit down and start cooking. Maybe once or twice or three times the people cook or something In like that. Week, Otherwise. Yeah the weekend otherwise just pick up something or call the hitching post deliver pizza right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what i said right now is getting people are getting more lazy yeah and they said they don't want to go pick him up they just call uber uber eat or call uber those eats, people yeah. that now yeah. they're delivering I, i've noticed that trend lately and that drives me nuts my daughter did that she called like a uh, that uber eats thing and had food delivered to our house and i'm like what in the hell are you doing just go. Go, go make yourself something in the kitchen. That's the that. Then my Nathan, my son, he goes. That is some advanced laziness right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's you advanced know, level lazy right there. I have been. You know, there's a Grubhub or yeah. some doormat or something. Mm -hmm. We got a phone call from. Oh yeah. Uh, we got a phone call. This uh, oh the you guys delivering? Yeah. He said, oh, we got to order this one. I said, who are you? We are from doormat. No, our driver paid you. I said. What do you mean, driver? Then Jessica found out they have our menu on their website. Yeah. And I called the guy. I said, okay, what's going on? And she checked it out, called the doormat. Postmates. Doesn't win cheese curds or doesn't know the wings or something like that. It was about 12 15 bucks. Yeah. They tag on the money. It was coming $42. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I called them. I said, why do you have my menu on your, on your website? Oh, we just pour it on. I said, no, you are not. Remove my menu. Then now they are begging me. There's a Grubhub, doormat. They're begging me. Oh, can we have you, can we sign a contract with you? Yeah. I said, okay. You guys, first of all, need to send me a contract. I said, you cannot charge my customer that amount of money. If yeah, somebody right. want to order from the Hitching Post, that's my menu price. Oh, we're going to charge you 4%. I said, you are charging me 4% and you are charging the customer 5 6% or 10%. Right. Yeah. I said, I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. And then now they're agreed on it. They pay my menu price and they charge only 4% to the customer. That's reasonable 4% to the customer was the $30. Well, for yeah. not getting your ass out and right. driving somewhere, yeah. 
They send me a contract. It does not show anything on it on a contract. Can you sign this contract? I said, no. No, no I'm not. This doesn't say anything that we talked about. Yes, we discussed yeah. it. Oh, okay, let me talk to my team and they can have a set up a contract. I said, here's the deal. If you guys want to play that game, I'm not even interested. Yeah. Oh, you know, we can give you a lot of business. I said, why don't you open up your own? <laughs> <laughs> you understand, like, I'm doing all right right now. <laughs> I, told, I said, where were you last 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can do this. We can. I said, you are a smart guy. He said, no, 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 we know how to get the people and we can get the orders. I said, I said, I have a business proposition for you. He said, what is that? He said, I said, if I'm doing a million-dollar business, just hypothetically, if I do a million-dollar business, how much you can, what percentage you can increase? Mm-hmm. 10%, 15%, 20%, 30%. Oh, we can get you about at least 20%. I said, how about I make you a 1% partner? <laughs> what do you mean? I said, yeah, 2% partner. You give me a $20,000 business, I give you a 2%. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good amount. And if you increase more, then you get another percent. You increase more, you get another percent. Oh, we don't do that. I said, why not? They don't have an answer for it. Yeah. And I said, all right, here's, now you know these all the tricks. Now you know how to get the customer in. Now yeah. you know how to bring the business in. He said, yeah. I said, you want to get in a partnership? Will you open up a new restaurant? <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. No, thank I you. Said, all right, well, I, don't send me any more contracts, I said, don't, please. Don't send me more contracts. <laughs> wow. Isn't that fun? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I see because I'm an administrator on the on the Facebook page there, and I keep seeing this stuff, and it's it's kind of fun to see some of these messages come in and how you guys respond yeah. to them. Twenty three dollars. Oh jeez. <laughs> right. What what else did you do with that? Like, yeah, no, I've. Uh, I've done like the free trials on that, like uh, like if I'm working at the studio or something like that, and I don't want to get out and you know, if I don't want to go and get food, if I'm in the middle of like working on something really hard, and I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry, I'll order something from Grubhub. I'll do like their free trial, and it's like you know, it's okay, like the pricing isn't bad, but then like once you're out of the free trial, it's just like, I just paid fifteen dollars for you know like orange chicken from Panda Express. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, we, we we got one. We've got a Panda Express on Signal Butte and Baseline. Oh, they just really? built up at Fry's. Oh, serious? Yeah, we oh, are somebody, oh. Donnie. Wow. <laughs> right, you, well, need, to, you, you need to start AJ, making orange chicken AJ here. AJ is not somebody until we get a Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. We're getting one in Gilbert. I heard, I heard we were going to get one here uh, yeah, at Signal Butte and I don't think so. Oh, oh yeah, Dutch, Dutch would be Dutch good. Brothers. Coffee. Dutch Brothers coming. So I, I saw, you know, so on the land where uh, Cobbs used to sit is yep. where they're going to put the Dutch Brothers, yep. apparently. Yep. And I heard they were going to do, like, an entire strip mall right there. And I haven't seen any That's what we need is more strip malls, right? Yeah, more strip malls in AJ. Um, probably they're going <laughs> to crack a barrel at the Hitching Post. That, well, it looks like Cracker Barrel, and it <laughs> kind of does. Kind of does. You guys just don't have the fun games at the table. Yeah, that's true. And we should get some of those. But you guys, you should start doing that for the breakfast side over there. Breakfast at Tina's. They they got fantastic breakfast here, by the way. If you haven't ever been here, you should come and check it out. These guys wake up really early in the morning, way earlier than I would, especially the amount of hours you guys pull. You know, where you're cooking breakfast now, and I know you know this, but where you're cooking breakfast is where I used to buy bait. 
when I was uh, when I was a kid. I know that's that's why the breakfast is so good. <laughs> you know, I should have called it the night crawler omelet. The night crawler omelet. Yes. You know that's Tina's baby. Yeah. You know the breakfast at Tina's, and she created that menu, and then she want to do the right way. You know, I went over there and have a breakfast in another place, and then you know this omelet. They use. All the liquid eggs. Yeah, and, that's nasty stuff. I mean, that's nasty stuff, and I don't know. And the funny thing is over here, there's a lot of locals. They have chickens, mm-hmm. and they bring us the eggs. Oh, that's eggs. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them, they bring the fresh eggs. Is this something that we're going to need to edit out because the FAA is going to come after you? <laughs> yeah, FDA. <laughs> or FDA, yeah, not yeah. FAA. <laughs> and no, the, the, the eggs. Who knows? Right. Never, never know, but. Those eggs bring them over here, and then other thing is when they make the omelet, they saute their veggies. And I mean, the, I come over here and quite often eat breakfast. Is, yeah. is just enjoy it. A lot of people, they're just loving it. Yeah, the breakfast is great. Oh, I love yeah. the breakfast, And too. we have not advertised on newspaper or TV or radio. It's or all word of mouth, yeah. It's, it's all word of mouth. You know what's cool is uh, you can do a New Year's Eve breakfast. Oh, morning breakfast? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we did that last year, didn't we? I just had biscuits and gravies last year. That was good stuff. That was a good move. I like biscuits. A lot, lot of locals saying that do not advertise. I yeah, said, don't. Yeah. Do not. I said, why? He said, we don't want to stand in line over here <laughs> in the winter. I you said, know, I, I I played guitar at uh, Cowboy Church down the road at uh-huh. the. Uh, you know, at the uh, Elvis, the Elvis, Elvis, Elvis church, yeah. and uh, like that whole group down there, they they have like an absolute obsession with the Tina breakfast spot next door, and uh, that seems to be like their tradition to come down and have breakfast after. after they start, they, I think they start coming in about eleven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. They, we used to close at eleven, and they told us they're going to start coming for breakfast. We start opening up late, and right now we open till till noon. Yeah, and uh, after eleven o'clock, they're just piling it in. Yeah, that's They're awesome. All, yeah, yeah. That's, so I'm just saying, you need to have the the the, the table games. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we're crock, we're cracker barrel status as far as that goes. <laughs> A general advice? What now? Dollar general. Oh, do they have those there? Okay. <laughs> Unless you have to go to Cracker Barrel to buy them, and then <laughs> there's a, like, there's why a, are you buying twelve of these? There's a toy store in uh, Chandler that has them. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a bunch of them for you. <laughs> that's awesome so uh so bob you're going back this thursday huh yeah. so we, we don't have too much longer with you so i bet you're not looking forward to that 22 that hour 22 flight. hour 22 flight. hour flight oh, yeah. is it like indiana jones where you're just following like a map like a line on a map <laughs> <laughs> you know whenever we fly you know like when we fly to washington or minnesota or whatever you know that's like a three-hour flight and by the end of that flight, I'm ready to die. Like, I cannot stand being on a plane for three hours. I can't imagine what being on a plane for 22 hours is like. That's insane. It's a, it's a one huge, stop over there. It's a huge, yeah. di- yeah. a huge difference. 16, the- 16 hours after 16 hours. Yeah, they give you a stop Saudi there. Stop over Saudi Arabia and Jeddah. Then Where at? I'm sorry. Saudi Arabia, Jeddah. Oh. Uh, oh, Jeddah. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, the city of Saudi Arabia. Oh, at the city? Isn't that like a... Yeah, I'm just going to stop right there. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jedi. Then five to six or more till Islamabad. Gosh, uh, that doesn't sound fun. 
Yeah, when you're flying internationally, you know, the, first of all, these airplanes are a lot bigger. Yeah. yeah. And they have a three seats on the side, then they have a five or six in the middle, then they have another three or four on this side. Yeah, the wide bodies. Wide body. Yeah. Wide body. And then is <coughs> practically this, you know, they feed you and drinks and all that stuff is all that free, but, and the seat recline back. Pretty good. They make you comfortable how much you can. Oh, so Allegiant doesn't fly to Pakistan. No. <laughs> <laughs> they do have companies like that, though, that fly to Europe and stuff, and they're starting to kind of hate it a little bit. Yeah. They're, yeah. Start, they're trying to save money or whatever. Funny thing is they found the trick to making money on the luggage. Yeah. And these companies are making millions just yeah. for the suitcase and luggage that start charging well, it. Like a bunch of them are closing down, like that Wow Airlines from, uh, was that was that, was that that Britain that they're from, or were they from like Iceland or Greenland or something somewhere like that? In, somewhere in that. Yeah, area, but yeah. apparently, like, I, I watched some stupid, like, info, not infographic thing about all that, and it's like, European travel is so different from here. Like, it's like, like this time, like these two months will be crazy, and then these two months will be nothing, and then these two months are going to be crazy, and these two months will be nothing. And it's like when they're making, like when they're in these months right here, like everything they made from these two months have to like sustain them through these two months. Sounds like the bar business. It, but it, yeah, it's, it's just like that. And if they don't prepare, like if the gas prices go crazy or something like that, it could completely shut down like these airlines that have been around for like hundreds yeah. of years. You know, the like. funny thing is that uh, you guys have a, uh, what is his name, Bert, come from Holland? Yeah, Bert. Remember, you guys talk about his uncle fucker, right? Yeah. <laughs> uncle fucker. <laughs> uncle fucker, right? Yes. Bert was here about a month ago, mm -hmm. and I asked him, uh, you just got it? He said, yeah, I checked out airline ticket. It was pretty cheap. I said, oh, okay. I said, what airline you use? KLM. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. That's a it's big Dutch, British Dutch, line, right, isn't it? Dutch. 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 Brutch. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the hell I was just saying right there. <laughs> yeah, it's Dutch. It's, it's a very nice airline. Mm -hmm. From Holland to United States, round-trip airline ticket was 700 bucks. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's, like, cheaper than going to, like, Florida from here Sometime, or Hawaii. Yeah. Like, going to Hawaii from here yeah. is, like, that's cheaper than that. Last summer, I was looking at a newspaper. I was just going through the, trying to find something. And they said something in, in um, Arizona Republic. Mm -hmm. And I was going through. I saw the advertised British Airways. There was a, from Phoenix to London Heathrow Airport, $550 round trip. Wow. wow. British is, airline. Is that just straight? Straight London. Wow. Nonstop straight to Heathrow London Airport, five hundred fifty dollars round trip airline. Wow! You want to go to London, Donnie? Let's That's see if those cheap. let's see if those British people are ready for some country music out there. <laughs> well, we, we got we get a bunch of them here. I think I think they can handle some girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be fun. That's awesome. Well, that's also what's crazy about um, like the old world, I guess. You know, when we talk about uh, you know going east, you know, is that uh, it seems like international travel happens a lot more mm -hmm. out there. Like, I would imagine that's very different. Like, probably when you moved here, you just were like, wow, nobody leaves the United States, really. You know, the funny thing is, I remember that I was working for the import-export company, Duncan & Son. Mm -hmm. There's one of the employees, her name was Kristen or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she's employee at Duncan's. Yeah. And we're just sitting in a lunchroom, we're sitting and talking, find out... That girl, Phoenix, she'd never been to Tucson. Yeah. She'd been to Flagstaff or Sholo, yeah. camping and trip, fishing trip. 
she'd never been out of state of Arizona. Wow. Yeah. yeah. She was about 37, 40 years old. That happens with people. Yeah. It happens oh. to a lot of people out I here. Said, oh, my God. I was just talking to the boys about this. Uh, uh, the last trip that we made uh, back to Minnesota, and you know, when Heather and I drove. and, and uh, Oh, they probably love it up there. Yeah, absolutely. You should bring them up there and go camping. It's amazing. But sorry to interrupt yeah. you. But I was, just, I was, we were making a point to that, you know, there's so many people like, you know, in our culture and that, you know, live inside of a bubble, you know, that they don't, if they need to go on business or whatever to wherever state, you know, it's a flight, you know, and they, they miss all that culture that's happening in between, right? you know, so they don't know anything that's outside of their bubble, you know, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. And, you know, driving across country with Heather, um, you know, it, like like traveling between states here in 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 the states, you know, is probably a lot like you know tra- traveling internationally in the European oh, yeah. states because right. every states like you know, a different it, country, it's, uh, different cultures all yeah. the way across the whole country. You know, you know the funny thing is the friend of his called him from Pakistan and asked him how big is the United States is, mm-hmm. and you know what he told him? What he said, take a flight from Pakistan all the way to Saudi Arabia. He said there's about a five and a half to six hour flight, mm-hmm. and he said from. Los Angeles to Florida, if you want to go to Florida, it's about four and a half, or you go to New York, about four, four and a half hour flight. Yeah. He said, is that long, is a four hour flight, you are still in the United States. Yeah. And you fly from Pakistan to Abu Dhabi or Dubai, is about three and a half hour flight. Yeah. And you go to Saudi Arabia, is a five and a half hour flight. I said, this, is, this country is huge it's yeah, big it's massive. big people cannot even don't even they can't even imagine how big their country is yeah and just like from here to you going to florida or you are going to kentucky and all that stuff practically you are traveling all yeah. different cultures different lifestyles different all that yeah. stuff. it's just like that with canada yeah. just like that with russia yeah. i would imagine china is probably very similar yeah. Yeah. china is a huge yeah china is huge i mean z he was in china and he said this uh, from border of Pakistan to Shanghai took him about five days in a train. <laughs> wow, <laughs> five, days, five in train. days in a train, huh? Yeah. I wonder how much, the, how long it would take to go train from. Let's see, let's see if we can figure out how long <laughs> would a train ride take from L.A. to New York. I love riding on trains. Right, that that that's only a three day and thirteen hours, so three and a half days basically to get from Los Angeles to New York. That that's crazy. So it takes you five days. You don't have express train. We don't have ex- no. That's like that, apparently that's a huge thing. Like especially uh, China, the, the China, Eastern Hemisphere Euro- Euro- there, European yeah. countries. They, have, they, they all have express have, trains. We do not do that here. I have really. traveled from Beijing to Shanghai. Yeah, that is. Uh, f- 1500 miles yeah maybe more than less than 14 1500 yeah just five hours yeah and you do that on a train right 600 and 600 306 kilometer per hour wow oh wow yeah those are like the bullet trains yeah yeah Yeah, and i've heard about no they don't have that they have amp they have amtrak here but i don't think it goes nearly that speed like you know you know why they're keeping amtrak well, they're keeping it? Yeah, because it's slow speed and all that stuff. They're helping the homeless, the hobos. <laughs> helping the hobos. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Speaking that's of hobos, I stopped by uh, Circle K on one of our breaks to go get a can of Copenhagen. Don't start on that. And 
And I don't. There, there's like a powwow happening down there. This must be like twenty of them. Like you <laughs> know, a in drum the circle. Lot. Like that. I mean, like the serious. There was. Should I have been over there? Like they, I mean, they were, the dreadlocks were powerful <laughs> in that group. And you know, was, in, in back east is a cold. You know yeah. what I mean? This time of the year, they all migrate to state of Arizona because it's not that cold weather over here. Yeah. That's why on an Amtrak, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either Amtrak or the you know the cargo train or whatever. Yeah, they right. Call it. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's absolutely. That's like uh, apparently that's very American. The fact that we don't have speed trains, and I know they were talking about uh, building one in uh, California. Yeah, in LA. And they were talking about building one in Florida, and both of those have gone kaput. They're not yeah. doing those anymore. Well, they actually went as far as to like they built track, they built stations yeah. in LA, and then and it's there was a plan. The train supposed to be between um, Phoenix Airport to Tucson. Yeah. There was a plan mm-hmm. a long time ago. They're still working on it. Have not happened yet. Yeah. Because deadliest road in the United States, I-10, from Phoenix to Tucson. Really? Or Phoenix to Tonopah. Yeah. Really? Look it up. Deadliest road in the United wow, States. Wow, I would imagine like wow. the 17 going up to Flagstaff would have worse stats than because that. That road is the most busiest road. A lot of semi truck and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, that tends to I, I believe it. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I believe it. You know, I driving out to uh, you know, the beach and stuff. You know, I've seen some nasty, nasty things on that highway. And you're, and you're always hearing about yeah. just horrific crashes on that on that highway. Now, when we went to Wilcox, when I was coming back, now they're expanding it four lanes or five lanes. They're all expanding that. Yeah. You see the huge, huge highway. Oh yeah, that that whole area. Well, apparently. At some point, Tucson and Phoenix are supposed to be connecting as far as, like... Actually, they're talking about the Casa Grande. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to all build out from there. Yeah, like, they're building, like, a huge amusement park down there is, uh, and all that stuff. Isn't there an abandoned amusement park down there? I think there is, yes. They're supposed to build the, a Six Flag, but it's went to Peoria. That's right, because they start... They're building another place now. They got that approved a few years ago. Let me see if I can find that, actually. Has, there's oh, that's ne- Casa Grande. Yeah, that's the... Uh, Oh, what theme park was that? I forgot. It was a. I can't remember, but I died. I know what you're talking about. At one point, I think Disney was even talking about Disneyland. moving Disneyland out here. At 2007, one point, 2007. I'm sorry, 2007. The Disney introduced to Apache Junction in a back door. The paperwork. This plan is to build over here the mini Disneyland <laughs> in Apache Junction. Honestly, that was a, that was discussed about that with the with the council and all that stuff, and wow. they present the plan. They moved to the Peoria. Oh, really? Yep. Was it Disney or was it Six Flags? Disney. Oh, because Six Flags has that water park over there now. Yeah, there's some guy that's built it and now they designed it and all that stuff. They, they came, just bought that one and add some more stuff on it. I'm actually fine with Disney not being an agent because I'm okay they have thoroughly too. ruined everything in my life in the past five years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's this humongous amusement park going into Casa Grande. It's called Dreamport Villages. And... uh yeah, this was uh, updated in February of this year. Yeah, I remember seeing the plans for that. Yeah, apparently it's going to be just stupid. There is a NASCAR track got approved. Yeah, I, I heard that too. NASCAR track got approved other side of the Ironwood and Baseline in so that area. Are they not doing ISM anymore? No, they're no. Uh, it, Yes, well, they're, they're uh, they obviously you know ISM has put a whole lot of money into that track yeah. out there, so that's not going away. But. There is, you know that. Have you seen the dirt track that's uh, down on Ironwood? I have not seen that. Oh, yeah, that Ironwood is. and what? Uh, it's just south of my house. Just I mean, just within walking distance. Of oh my really? House. I don't know how I've not seen that. Not walking distance. Is no, you lose about 
Donnie. Oh, are you talking about Donnie the one Donnie. like on your way to Queen Creek? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. Donnie's walking distance. I bet you that he lose ten pounds. <laughs> 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 no, I was talking to Todd House, his Pinal County supervisor. Last year, he said they approved the track, and. South of 60, off of Ironwood in that area, somewhere in back in that area. where the Just because line. Ironwood isn't, you know, crazy enough with traffic right now, right? And they were negotiating the price with the BLM land company. To, they required, I don't know how many hundreds of acres they're going to need. Mm-hmm. And he said, if that doesn't work out, Pinal County is not going to let the track go away. They will move it to Casa Grande. That's what their interesting. Back, yeah, that's what their mm. backup plan was. Yeah, about a year ago. But they they did approve it for over there. Over here. Oh, that'll be cool. But think is that only way they get it if they buy the land. If they can't get the land, land is too expensive. They're gonna move to Casa Grande. Land is a lot Dude, cheaper. Casa Grande is like blowing up right now. Yep. it's insane. That's yeah, great. They got like Tesla. a movie theater and stuff down there and all that. Te- Tesla cars. They're building in Casa Grande. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's is planned over there. Tesla. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, guys, it is one third. Sorry, it's, we are an hour and thirty minutes into this, and I need to go home and like see my wife eventually. Right. Before we do, I got to tell one story about Mo real quick. All right, I want to hear this story. Okay, one of the first oh times, God. one of the first times I met Mo, you know, I, I came in here and. Uh, long story short, I came in here and it was a cool place, and I wanted to play music here, so I approached Mo. And uh, I was hanging out here with him and Tina, like having a drink one night after the bar closed, and we're talking ideas and stuff. And I go to leave, and uh, there's a rattlesnake on on the porch <laughs> out front, just like chilling. I almost stepped on this thing, so I, I freak out. It was a big old fat rattlesnake. I come running back in, and I said, "Mo, you got you got a big old rattlesnake on your porch, man." And Z, your cousin. Um, he grabbed the broom and casually walked outside and thoroughly beat the crap out of this <laughs> rattlesnake, screaming God knows what in Pakistani. I don't, I don't even, I don't even, I have no idea what he was saying. But I mean, just, just totally, you know, just whatever. And and I'm like, dude, he was like that far from the rattlesnake, just smacking it on the head. And I'm like, that was that it. Mean? He like wasn't given like killing blows. He was just like, get away, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, doesn't that make you nervous? And he goes, no, we got cobras at home. These rattlesnakes are nothing. <laughs> Hey, Donnie, you know, the thing is that we grew up on those people where the back of thousands and thousands of years, they've done every single thing with hands or anything they can use it, right? Right. And you guys are already just looking for the technologies. <laughs> right. right. Do I have an app, app for this, Where's right? Do we have an app for how to kill the rattlesnake? Can I do this with augmented reality? <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that's my one of my early mo, mo experiences. I didn't realize it was like that early. Like I thought yeah, that was, was a night after playing here or something. No, you yeah. know, the funny thing is this, uh, we have a several rattlesnake. And guess what? We had a Gila monster one time sitting out, standing, sitting outside, looking at it, hissing at you. I said, all right, leave him alone. He will go home tonight. <laughs> Close the doors. Living under the the deck now or something. Under the deck. Yeah. <laughs> not really. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. You know, we are taking away a lot of time this our night. People, you know, they're going to second shift. They're going to start as we turn the lights off. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, well, that being said, I'm not closing up by myself tonight. So you're all <laughs> waiting for me before I lock the doors. Oh, the other buddies, you, they protect that place. Come on. I get it. But they like to screw with me. <laughs> yeah. well, okay. You, I understand now what you're saying for second shift. All right. If, if you become your, if you become their buddy, say hi to them and they will help you without, might be they can help you pack up your guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched the Casper movie. You just got to win their hearts over. No, it's not Casper. <laughs> Bob. 
Okay. It was nice to meet you, buddy. Bob, it was very nice meeting you. Hey, guys, thank, thank you very much for inviting me. We had a lot of fun. Thanks we for having us, We talked about a lot of stuff, history and everything. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. That's a great. It's awesome. Yep. It's a lot of fun.